And we're back. Junior Senior Two Views back for another show. It is Friday night, 11.49 p.m. in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, it's uh, Thursday everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, time for our announcement. We had a, we've been sort of we've teasing. Been, we've been teasing this for, been teasing. for a couple of episodes now. Yes. We are doing a Super Bowl live stream from the region in Kingsford. Shout out for uh, allowing us to do it and making all of this happen. But on the 13th of February at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, me, Junior, and my dad, Senior, will be live on my YouTube. Um, I'll put the link in the description of this podcast. Um, We will be streaming our live reaction to the Super Bowl live from the region in Kingsford. Yes, region sports bar. So if you find yourself in Sydney, uh, you can simply take the light rail down to Kingsford. Uh, I believe it's it yep. addresses four sixteen Anzac Parade. Yep. They got yeah. a whole lot going food, on. Food, drinks, food, drinks. They'll have TVs U- everywhere. UFC cards. Yes, the works. Yes, but Go it's, down it's, there. it's a it's a sports bar that we enjoyed uh, patroning uh, last year, and this year we sort of asked them what they thought about us hosting a a show. So if you're in the area, come on down, and say hello. This. But, yeah, this year we're going to be streaming our live reaction to it, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But into the news. Let's go. Well, the we first have... big story. I'm retiring. For good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So. Oh, well. I'll believe it when I see it. Tom Brady officially announced his retirement not in front of you know, any press or any Tampa Bay Buccaneer staff or Todd Bowles, for that matter. He was sitting on a beach from the looks of it uh, in Florida and told everybody that that's it. He's done. I'll believe, He's out. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. We saw this thing last year, this whole hullabaloo uh, happen when, oh, he's retired. He's really gone. Mm. And then he comes back. This I'll feel, believe this, it when you know I see what? it. It's the itch. Of an athlete, I know, but this feels different. There's something about. It I will that say, feels I do agree with you. Time. I do agree with you. It, it feels does, different. It does. It does feel different. This one, I think, has more traction to for him to stay retired than uh, as opposed to last year. Well, I think there's a few things going on, and I think that you know you could kind of see it in the wild card game. You know, some of the throws weren't there. He looked tired. This whole the end. year, this whole year, he's been declining. Right. So, I mean, I, I would just, and, but not even that. The team he played with was declining. Forget about Tom Brady as a quarterback. The team he was playing for didn't help him much either. Yeah. So, and then Byron Leftwich getting getting fired. I just don't. I, I think this impacts obviously impacks the Buccaneers, who I don't know. Did they give the keys to Blaine Gabbert? I don't think so. Uh, Kyle Trask. It also, but it also. Impacts the 49ers because yeah. everybody's been pointing. Everybody's pointing. And because, go this way. And because you built a win now team. Go this around, way. Around Tom Brady. Your hometown team. This is the team you. This is a young Tom Brady who saw the catch live. Yeah. As a young boy. This would be a homecoming of some sorts, but not to be. I believe you. You're saying I'll believe when I see it. I think I believe it. I believe it. I don't, I, I don't think Tom Brady would come back again and go, ha, fooled you. That was just a trick. I can't see it. I don't know about this one. Uh, it's just the itch of an athlete because he didn't really truly want to be done yeah, last year. Yeah, but I year. think he did everything he wanted to do. And 
let's face it, Fox is backing up a Brinks truck oh, yeah, with yeah. money. Money that's going to be... Hey, he doesn't have to actually go to Fox. He can do whatever he wants. Yep. He's got enough money. He's set for life. So, yeah. but you know what? It feels like he still wants to be involved with the game. So, I, I put my money on him going to Fox. Well, if, you know, well, they're offering $300 million. You better believe it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, you know what? As a Giant fan... At least we got two of them. Yeah. We got two rings from. We got two rings that would have been his. One of them. One well, of them. Yeah. Resulted with me and you jumping up and down on the bed. In of celebration. course, and that would have been a perfect season. That one season that we that we took it away. Eighteen from and him. one. Right. Eighteen and one. So I mean, you know, look, it, it happens to every athlete. Age catches up, and uh-huh. that's it. And so it was time. I mean, obviously, only, he felt it was right. The time. only the only true goat in the sports world is Father Time. Well, that's it. Him, he's the goat for now, but then you know, Father Time is always, yeah, as you yeah, said, Father, Father Time, Time is the true goat. Father Time. Uh, championship Games recap. This was a weird week of championship games. We'll start Two, with the 49ers and the guess, Eagles. Yeah? We'll start with that one. Start with that one. Just rotten luck for the 49ers, man. And I have to ask some questions about their medical staff. Look, the Purdy injury you couldn't predict, right? He, there's no way you can predict that Hassan Reddick's going to come in like that um, as Purdy is going back on his throwing motion and uh, Reddick's going to get his hand on uh, Purdy's arm, which extends his elbow in such a way that it's a UCL injury. You can't predict that. Mm. The Josh Johnson thing, though, I don't know. It, this is like This just feels like this is yet another season in which the 49ers have been derailed by injuries. Yet another season. So I'm asking some hard questions about their medical staff. Seriously. Because this is now, the this is what? Now, the third season that they've been derailed by injuries. Again. Uh, I, I, wouldn't even, I don't even think it's a question for medical staff. This was unfortunate. This is bad luck. I mean, look. They still had Jimmy G hanging around. Thank God for that. Because Trey Lance got hurt. Yeah. And you may have seen Brock Purdy a lot sooner. Yeah. But you know, Jimmy G hung around, he got them he got them word to where they could go, and he's gone. And then look, I mean I guess in this game, you know, people will point to the Eagles saying, Well, you know what? You hurt you hurt Purdy, that removed any kind of passing game at no, all for us no, in the game. I, I don't want to hear you know, it is what it wanna, is. I don't want to hear about look, Of course it, it is what even, it is. Even me as a salty Giants fan who doesn't want to give the Eagles anything will say that look the teams, every team who's won a championship in history of in the history of professional sports has needed some luck to get there. Yeah, the Eagles just happened to get some luck, and they deserved to be in the divisional game and skip the wild card because they won the division. I will say this: that I don't think even if Brock Purdy, uh, who by the way didn't throw a single interception, was four or four. Uh, first time that's ever happened, but when you throw four passes, you're likely to have no interceptions. Yeah, that, that's not the point. Yep, yep, yep. The Eagles' defense was everywhere. Yeah. So I just don't. I don't think it would have mattered if Purdy was there and Purdy was healthy. I think the Eagles were swarming. Yeah. Every they time, were. every they time were. somebody got the ball, they were there. The the front their front defensive line is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So it is. I I will take from it that the 49ers obviously now with Brady's re- renouncement need to look further for a quarterback. They need a quarterback moving forward. Because I don't see, even if Trey Lance comes back from his injury and Brock Purdy comes back, maybe it's competition well, there. Though, I per- don't know. Purdy's going to 
ha- have to have Tommy John. He's going to be out all of next season. Yeah. So you think about... They said six months. Well, That's what they said. He's going to need Tommy John. But they said he's, six months. No, I'm not I'm not buying that. He's going, It's a torn UCL. He's okay. going to need oh. Tommy John oh, surgery. Well, 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 That's a works. full year. It's a full year based yes. on your... No, Tommy John is... Is, is that what they announced general, it would be? No, they but said it would be? it's a torn UCL. That's generally <laughs> indicating of Tommy John. All right, but I'm not. I'm not a medical expert now. Nor am I. So I don't but, know where you're going with this year business. But, but you're looking Let at them do it's it. similar. I'm just comparing it to what I've seen with especially pitchers. Pitch, pitchers okay, that's he's not a pitcher. But this but, was different. This was different. Not, he didn't just right. do it when he threw the ball. I'm just saying. We, yeah, but we can't even with that, that, even with that, Trey Lance ain't going anywhere now. Well, no. You have to develop him. No. Because he's he's the guy you gave up. You spent what, some serious three draft first picks round picks yeah. on. So you might as well put him to you work. You have to develop him. Yeah. He, and we don't know what he is yet. No, nobody knows what he yeah. is. Yeah. So, right. uh, the Bengals and Chiefs. Ooh, what this a poorly officiated game. Oh, yeah, it was really the, bad. It, one, of, one of the most ridiculously poor games officiating I, I'd seen in a long time. With that said, bad. the Bengals had opportunities. And plenty of them, and they screwed it up. They they screwed it up big time. I, the the officiating was bad, and it, it was it was really really bad. But that can't be the only thing. It can't. That doesn't that, help. That must, doesn't help. It doesn't help. But, <laughs> but you're really telling me that the Bengals didn't have chances to win that game. Oh yeah, we know that. Like the Mahomes fumble that, that was, was probably that was one prime. of the worst moments I've seen Pat Mahomes ever have in his entire NFL career up until this point yeah. and that's saying something and that was a gift from heaven yeah. and they did not score they didn't often. score no. uh, they didn't score no what what happened um, there uh, please point to where and their offensive line was injured they were playing were they were down to backup linemen yeah, yeah. they really missed uh, Collins, Kappa, and Williams. So, I will say that obviously um, the Osai, the running, the linebacker would be just shaking his head and having nightmares about what happened with Mahomes. Look, because I, even I that think, play, I think it was. I, I don't think it was a bad play, but it, it was, was bad. It was it easy was, to call. It, it was an easy call, but I don't think it was the. Uh, the wrong decision for him to do that. It was just bad yeah, timing. It was bad timing. It, it was you, bad you, timing. I, and look, because Mahomes, he 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 was seeing everything. I understand. And that. Mahomes was already running out. He of didn't course, realize it. But it was it was, sit, it was a lack of situational awareness. No, and I mean, needed in playoff games. That's just simple. You know, look, he was running behind him. I know the momentum will take you somewhere. You just you just slow down. And look, that would have led to overtime because there's no way with eight seconds. They're able to even do anything with the ball. They would have gotten the field goal unit on, and yep. Bucker wouldn't have hit. Wouldn't have been able to hit it. Yeah. So, yep, yep. A, a lot of things went poorly in the game. The stoppage at that one point where they the, the referees came on and stopped the play from happening, which already happened. That yep, was that, that was, was bad. ridiculous. That was horrible. What happened there? So what? And then uh, please explain what happened there. It was just really incons. There was really. It was bad it was, calls. It was really screwy. So and I don't I don't believe it was rigged, but oh my god! No, it, it wasn't was, rigged. It was it just was screwy. It, you just don't want officials taking away from a. You can't officiate a game week four of a season versus the. the it's really, it was really really it just, bad. It's very. It's, it's totally different. But the Bengals cannot just blame the referees. They didn't. Uh, 
in my in my mind, even with all the bad officiating, the better team won that game. Okay. The better team won. And how do you explain the Eli Apple moment where he drew a a clear penalty for passing interference? Yes. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think it was. No. Um, it was holding. It was holding. It was downfield holding. holding. It was no. Eli Apple moment. No. All right. Yes, I'm a vindictive Giants fan. All right. Moving on. So got, let's look yeah. back. Looking back to previous championship game losses, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the worst? The 1986 Browns or the 1999 Vikings? Am I uh, so? Um, I'm. It's a sort of a toss up for me because both are just immaculate collapses. Both of them. Mm. For me, it might well be the Vikings because just. If you think about the context surrounding it, because you have your fifteen and one, you have the best record-breaking offense in the league. Mm-hmm. You have a rookie, Randy Moss, breaking records yep. all over the place. Chris Carter, you had Chris Rob, Carter, Robert Smith at running Robert back. Robert Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear you had Cole Pepper under center. No, 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 Cole Pepper. No, not yet. No, who yeah, they have Randall under Cunningham. center that year? Randall Cam Cunningham, Cunningham was your quarterback. Cunningham, yeah, and Dennis Green, Denny Green was your just was your an incredible. An incredible team that really, really, really should have gotten to the Super Bowl. That may year. have beaten the Broncos. Could have. They could have beaten the Super. They definitely would have put up a better fight than what the Falcons did. Mm. My God, that was a bad. I, Super Bowl. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's the '86 Browns just because I think there was so much hope for that Browns team with Bernie Kosar yeah, and and and, 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 and Slaughter yeah. and, and Ozzie Newsom. I mean, they just had. The team that, and then you know they were in front, and they were winning that game against the Broncos, and then the drive. I think the drive yeah, is what yeah. what killed it because you know they sat back, played zone, and Elway just picked them apart. Yeah, it was, and so it was, I would I would think that's I would think that's that broke Cleveland. I mean, yeah. you talk about. I mean, I guess you think about like certain losses that can pretty much destroy a franchise. Yep, it's that. That pretty much took the air out of it's the like, sails. It's up there with that the, was the beginning it's, of it's, it. It's up there with twenty eight to three. It's yeah. that bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just as bad. All Moving right. on, bigger deal of a coordinator staying, Dan Quinn or Ben Johnson? In my opinion, it's Dan Quinn. He was instrumental to that defense for the Cowboys being as good as it was. I don't believe Micah Parsons develops uh, develops without. Dan Quinn's calming presence mm-hmm. because there were questions around Micah Parsons coming into the league about his character mm-hmm. um, and he needed that calming presence as a DC and you get Dan Quinn coming in giving him that calming presence and allowing him to develop into a beast mm-hmm. even on a rookie contract mm-hmm. So, and the defense balled out for the Cowboys mm-hmm. even with the offense sucking chunks Yeah. so that in my look in my mind, Dan Quinn is where he wants to be and mm-hmm. where he feels most comfortable. Okay, I ripped him as a head coach, but as a DC, there's no one better. Okay, I'm going to say it's actually Ben Johnson because there was a lot of there was a lot of rumors he was a hot coordinator. He's kind of sort of rebuilt Jared Goff in Detroit. Uh, you know, Detroit has they developed an offensive identity. Yeah, they, they did. developed the. You know, you talk about Detroit and a running game. Like they had a running game. They had people to pass to. So comparing, he was so hot to compa- go. Comparing to where they were with Anthony Lynn last year. Of course. So he was he was the hot topic young coordinator to coach that every team was salivating for. Yeah. And the fact that he's kind of stayed there, that helps Detroit. That oh, gives hugely, them yeah. that gives them some stability going into the next season. And like I said, you know, there were doubts about Jared Goff, big time. 
And most people would have said, ah, you know, they, you know, definitely L.A. made the better deal. But, you know, we don't know about Matthew Stafford's future. Yeah. But we know that Jared Goff had a really good season. If you think about, like, the if the Detroit Lions make the right moves in this upcoming draft, um, especially with the high pick that they have from the Rams. Yeah. I think they could be in striking distance for a wild card spot yeah, next season. I think season. they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I think I, they were this close okay. this season. So if they just keep doing what they're doing, they have a shot. All right. So were the Cowboys right in reportedly parting ways uh, with your friend, Kel- Kellen Moore? Of course they were right. Of course they were right. Boy genius, my ass. Kellen Moore is had to be one of the worst OCs in the entire league these past two seasons. And it wasn't helping that Mike McCarthy was his his boss. Speaking of Mike McCarthy, he's taking over play calling duties, and apparently old Jerry Boy is saying they're gonna use the exact same playbook as they did with the Packers? What? Whatever. Do you know how bad that offense was? Uh, what especially in McCarthy's final year? Yeah, but really? not not in the previous years and not in the years he took him to the playoffs, so it can't be that yeah, bad. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers was carrying him. Well, you got Dak. You're paying him money. Might as well give it yeah, to him. Yeah, Dak ain't no Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's getting paid like Dak Aaron Rodgers. Dak ain't no Rodgers. He's getting paid like Aaron Rodgers. What are you he's getting do? paid like him, but he ain't no Rodgers. Do? Well, I but mean, it's Kellen not surprising. Kellen Moore had to go. Don't cry for him. He's got a job. Oh, yeah. he's Just got, like that. He's got a job. Just like and that. He, and he's got a severance package. So Don't cry. For, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, why would you feel sorry for Kellen Moore? Like, he basically lost a job, and he was out there in the wind. L.A. got rid of their guy, and they said the Chargers said, "Come this way." <laughs> so why not? We'll 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 bring you to over here to us. Yeah, good luck. Um, you know, good, lu- good luck with that Chargers. Anything's better than Justin Herbert's fifty-eight QBR. They need to raise that. Yeah. So anything would be better than that. So good luck to you. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't lose a job. You got a lot of other guys waiting for waiting yeah. for an opportunity, and Kellen Moore yeah. got fired and just found himself a new job in one day. Yeah. Good for him. All right. Okay. What do the recent hires of Sean Payton and D'Amico Ryan say? Um, for Sean Payton... I'm answering? Yeah, what? you go ahead. So it says to me that Denver's, Denver was prepared to pay. Yeah. Pay, Especially and they've with, paid not once, I mean, but they've paid twice. They're owned by the Waltons. But they've paid. They got money. Yeah, but that's not the point. They are desperate. They, You know, look, let's make it very clear. Denver's been... It was Denver and the Giants up there as far as revolving door coaches. Yeah. And Denver's had revolving doors. Mm-hmm. They've had Nick Vic Fangio come through. Thank you very much. Vance Joseph. Thank you very much. No thanks. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett for five minutes. So now, you know, obviously, Sean Payton had his pick his pick of the litter. And we knew he was going to go somewhere where there's a quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, there's a quarterback there. He just had a really bad season. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Sean Payton... Is supposed to be, you know, one of those quarterback whispers. Mm-hmm. He likes Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson and Drew Brees kind of same they gave stature. Up, they gave up a ton of draft picks to do it. They yeah. forfeited uh, this upcoming draft, their yeah. own first-round pick, yeah. to do it, along with a couple of other picks. They got back, I believe, a fourth yeah. from the Saints. Right. So, so, I mean, this is this is desperation for Denver. Yeah. But you know, if you're Sean Payton, I said it before, it's not like he's walking into the South. You yeah, already yeah. got the West. You're going to be facing Mahomes twice. You're going to be facing whoever's going to be the Raiders quarterback twice. Yeah, it's and different. you're going to be facing Herbert twice. So it's going to be a brand new ball game. This is not yeah. NFC South yeah. where Sean Payton was enjoying, you know, just dealing with maybe Tampa Bay and nobody else. Yeah. This is going to be a whole different ball game. So I don't – this will be interesting to see. 
because anything is better. Because I don't think it's just Russell Wilson that was a problem for the Broncos. No. The problem was all phases of the game. Everything. And now you lose draft picks that could help those phases. So, yeah. I it's don't a, know. It, it's it's going to be a challenge. It's a, it's a move that signifies they think they're better than what this record suggested. What do you think about Domingo Ryan? I think it's a absolute slam dunk hire by the Houston Texans, and they are lucky to get him. <laughs> for once, my, they did something right. For once. For once, y'all actually did something that was <laughs> positive for your franchise. Domingo <laughs> Ryan's is a slam dunk hire for the Houston Texans. Six-year contract. Yep. He's getting paid a lot to rebuild this mess. and It's a mess. And finally, Start with a quarterback because David Davis finally, Mills, that's f- it for Davis finally, Mills. Finally, for once, they have a serious coaching hire. For once. Well, are we, uh, Dave, the David Cully and Lovey Smith things weren't serious whatsoever. Well, they were waiting for yes, this. Yeah, they well, were we, waiting for well, a big hire, and they got it. Well, look, it doesn't take much to see, right? Yeah. The same thing happened with Sala. Yeah. Right? Sala was the defensive coordinator with the 49ers those years ago. The defense was out of sight. What do you do? Yeah. You start getting looks. D'Amico Ryan got looks. And he played with Texans. So he's like a homecoming. Yeah. And it's a six-year contract. I would like to think that they would honor every one of those six years because that franchise cannot oh, afford bet, uh, any more revolving door. He's going to get absolutely zero help from Cal McNair. And they might they might have a new GM soon. Uh, Casario's been rumored to be on the chopping block, which I don't know why. But mm. anyway. But look, I mean that that's where you thought it was going. I thought with D'Amico Ryan's. There's not been look. There's only what? How many vacancies left? Yeah. You got the Colts. Yeah. They're still looking around. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised Ursa didn't pull the trigger on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but now you got you know, really the Colts job. Frank Wright's gone gone to Carolina. Um, yeah. So really, the Colts is the last sort of bastion of of vacancy. No well, one's no one signed if, up yet. Maybe if Bianini moves on, maybe that's her. I like to next. think Eric Bianini is tired. I, I, I'm very very doubtful. Maybe very if, doubtful. If if the chief if he achieves the Super Bowl with the Chiefs, maybe he moves on for All a right. head coaching hire elsewhere. Okay, um, that's your question or mine? I think it's mine. Yes. It's Would yours. Jose Mourinho and USA Soccer be a good fit? There's rumors about. The U.S. you know soccer team, the men's team, really wanting to shake things up and getting thing, getting a coach in. And you know, the thing Serena? about the thing about Fiery. Bruce Arena. Did you see what he did in 2017? Absolutely not. I wouldn't want that that laissez-faire idiot anywhere the anywhere near the men's national team. But Jose Mourinho is a strange cat. He's one of the best tacticians we've ever seen. He. Just and he gets so much out of less. Like he has gone everywhere and has gotten so much out of less and has gotten so much results. But what he doesn't put up with is crap from higher ups, media. from players, media. from media. So media for sure. Yeah, um, I think he'd be a very divisive hire, but I think he would be a good hire for um, you, the U.S. men's team, especially this young group. If you think about guys like Pulisic, mm-hmm. uh, Pep, Ricardo Pepe, mm-hmm. if they actually choose to play him for once, mm-hmm. Weston McKenney, Tyler Adams, Josh Sargent, mm-hmm. Serginho Dest, it's a young group. It's a young group that got out of their group in this World Cup mm-hmm. in 2026 in, in their backyard. Yeah. they If these guys develop elsewhere, 
and he and Mourinho says, you know what? I'm not going to pick my favorites like Greg Berhalter did. I'm going to go with the best possible squad we have, and I'm going to pick guys like Jordan Pifak, John Brooks, uh, Ricardo Pepe, so we have some actual quality depth. We can go far. Okay. We can maybe go to the quarters and maybe, maybe semis okay. if they develop properly. All right. So I I kind of feel like that's not – it's a pipe dream. It I is kinda, a pipe I dream. I kind of feel like – It is I a I don't pipe know dream. if U.S. soccer is prepared to have a, someone, a guy like, like, someone Mourinho. like Mourinho there. But Mourinho anywhere in England, fine. Mourinho anywhere in Europe, fine. But I don't back know up, if that's going to work they, from that if they, if they If they back up the Brinks truck for him, he might say, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, look, he was, you know, you know he would have been smart enough, Man U. Because that, yep. was, that was a, everyone thought that would be a match made in heaven. And it was and, and just it a disaster. And it, as, as a fan of Man U, it wasn't. Right. It was the furthest thing from a match made in heaven. But um, I think it's a pipe dream. But if they want him, you got the resources, Feder- U.S. Soccer Federation, offer him anything he wants. Okay. Yep. Go next, ahead. next question: Who are the NBA buyers and sellers before the deadline? I think the buyers. Um, so we've had start some, with buyers. Who are your buyers? I think the Lakers are are looking to load up because uh, right now they're sort of middling. They're talking about Zach Levine um, as my Bulls. I'm not even going to get into they're the selling. into the yeah. The Bulls are selling. <laughs> talking about fire sale. The Bulls. The Bulls. Fire are, sale. Everything must go. Demar, you want Demar? You want Zach? You want Demar? You Bulls. want Vuk? The, you want Vukovic? No Damn. one's taking on that. Vuk Russo? Nobody. Is. You want Lonzo with his bad knee? He's sitting down somewhere, isn't he? <laughs> no one's taking on Nobody? that. Nobody? Nobody's taking on that Vuk contract. No one's taking on no that Vuk contract. Maybe DeMar. So, so, so let, sorry, got sidetracked. So, let's start with the uh, buyers. Very so quickly. the buyers, uh, the Lakers want to load up. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I've been hearing whispers of Zach Levine. Uh, I mean, time's running yeah. out. We got yeah. like six days. Time is running out. Yeah. Um, so teams have to make decisions now. Yep. I think a buyer that has to think about buying right now, but I haven't heard uh, as a prospective buyer, the Atlanta Hawks. They are the definition of mid. They have they're twenty six and twenty six. Mm-hmm. They are equal five hundred against the West, five hundred against the East, mm-hmm. and, and they've allowed just as many points. As they've scored. Mm-hmm. Mediocrity. Okay. If you want to make a run, give buy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do it. Okay. You already do it d- did it with um with the shooting guard that you got. I forgot I completely De- forgot. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. Yes. Like, so build around Trey Young. Like okay. You gotta su- supplant him with with pieces. All right, because it's a shallow roster. A buyer, I know the Knicks. There's rumors about Knicks yeah, and the, Cam Reddish being being dealt. Yeah, but that's. But I mean, I, they can't. I think my that, my whole argument is you cannot. If you're the Knicks, you can't give up any of the drafts you have coming up. Like, no, they have drafts coming up. Yeah, they're gonna get first round drafts this year, next year, year after. Yeah, they cannot really touch those pieces. And when it comes to Knicks and first round picks, it's like um, it's like a foreign. A foreign object to them, first round picks. Mm. But like, I, I think the issues with the Knicks run a whole lot deeper. And I don't want to talk about the Knicks like, right now. We're, Tibbs, just, we're, just, Tibbs, we're not Tibbs, getting into. I don't into, know what he's doing, but let's just anyway. Stop. I think you're in a Se- rant. Um, you're in a rant. Seller. The Bulls are sellers. So oh, they're yeah. not going anywhere. Like, uh, uh, the I'll go. Wizards are sellers for sure. They've already they already started with Rui Hachimura, right? So they always yeah. sell everybody. So else. the Lakers bought. Yes. Um, I think w- I'll go in a rant about my Bulls. 
another time when they inevitably miss the play-in. I'll go on a rant about them and how incompetent the season has been. But moving on, I think uh, a buyer a buyer will be Sacramento. Yeah, Um, I think think if you're looking at this team to make the playoffs, yeah, they sold last year. Uh, well, they bought last they year. Bought at the last deadline. year. They didn't sell. The deadline. They bought. Um, I'm still. I look as good as Sabonis has been. I still the taste in my mouth and giving up Tyree uh, Ty, Tyrese um, Tyrese okay. Halliburton uh-huh. still hasn't left. No. Especially seeing how he's how good he's playing in Indiana. Doesn't change the needle yeah. on that team though. It doesn't change the needle. So, really, but with the team that you have, Orlando. Um, Selling. Sell, uh, yeah. well, selling. What do you what have, have to sell? sell with that team? What do you have to sell? What what's mess. your what's your most uh, what's your most valuable asset if you're Orlando? Yeah. Seriously, what's your most valuable asset? Moving right. on. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Last thing we're talking about mm-hmm. here is: Are we surprised that the Bruins are on a record pace to 66 wins? Because there's a team that didn't make it past the second I'm, round. I'm surprised. I'm I'm very surprised that this team is as good as it is. This year. I, I thought they were going to be middling just yeah. because of how how I, I I don't like their their executives are trying, especially Cam Neely and Don Sweeney mm-hmm. are, are creating this boys club mentality. The why the hell did you fire Bruce Cassidy for Jim Montgomery? I was asking mm-hmm. um, when they lost in the playoffs, but it's worked. It's worked. They have depth scoring, which has been an issue with the Bruins for well, they brought up some, a long they brought up time. A of, they brought up a lot of young yeah. guys like, to come in and replace who's left. Charlie McAvoy is staying healthy. Mm. Their, their veterans, their superstar veterans are staying healthy. Um, this might be uh, this might be Bergeron's last go-around. He's yeah. staying healthy. Krejci's back. Yeah. He's staying healthy. Pasta is having an incredible season. He's staying healthy. He could win MVP, David Pasternak. He's having that good of a season. Like the Bruins are just ridiculous right now. They have more than one line for once. Yeah. For once. And and we've been a lot of people in the Metro have been screaming at them saying, "Are you going to have just one line and no depth?" If not, we'll just keep getting wins against you. But they're dominating the Metro right now, and they're probably gonna win. They're probably gonna get sixty-four to sixty-six wins. Honestly, mm. they're that good. Okay, a uh, couple things before we go. Uh, happy birthday to Doug Peterson. Turned mm-hmm. fifty-five the other day. Uh, did, of course, did very very good work. Should have been coach of the year, but then again, I'm biased. I'd say Brian Brian Dable's close. I'm he, sure he did very very good work. Of course, for the he Jags did this year. He, very, made, he, very... he made Jacksonville fans have some optimism, yeah, and belief based on the dumpster fire that was left by very Urban Meyer. He so did very very good. He did work. very well, very good. Uh, he's turned 55, so I'm sure he'll yep. have a. I'm sure would have had a happy birthday and congratulations to Jeff McNeil who got an extension with the Mets. And this is huge for 44 the Mets. Forty-four years, fifty million. This he was like the last one to get paid with, an, with an optional uh, fifth year that takes it to sixty-four million. Yeah, so happy that the Mets retained him. Of one of their best hitters. Yeah, in terms of contact. I mean, what you see from what, what Jeff McNeil, what you get, you're going to get a yeah. lot of hits. You're not going to get a lot of home runs, but that's not. But the you're going to get. He's a versatility. Contact. He's a contact. He can play guy. the infield. He can also play the outfield. So well, that's, he, that's, well you know. McNeil's a contact guy, right? So I'm very happy that the Mets re- retained him. 
and I'm very excited for this Mets season. And we'll see. Because of this, because of Steve Cohen's ownership, the Mets are always going to have a seat at the table. Yep. It's no longer, oh, we could do something this year, but what are the Wilpons going to do next? No. The Mets are always going to have a seat at the table. It's just about whether they want to sit down and discuss okay. in that table. All right. Enough tables. Yeah. All right. On that note. <laughs> on that note. We're finishing up. This, this is, is the end of our show. That's our show for this week. 13th of February. We'll say it again. We are streaming live from the region in Kingsford. Kingsford. Our live Super Bowl reaction. Yes. I'll leave my YouTube link in the description. We'll be live streaming there at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Come along and watch. We've been preparing this for a long time. Yeah, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. Welcome. Uh, I don't know if you are. Also, if you haven't sent an email out, Go I understand. Don't send one in. on. No one's interested. Crickets. All right. Uh, and speaking of next week, uh, we have we will be previewing the Super Bowl. Of course. Yep. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Au revoir. Bye.